You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Spencer, and with me across the table is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Uh, it's good. It's exciting. It's another live show until they make a stop in like 30 seconds. I'm sure people are already staring at us. You know what it is? The blue like mic light. Can we move this? I feel like that's like distracting. Yeah. Um, I mean, so one of the podcasts, <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts, Gleeman and the Geek, a Twins podcast, they always record, well, actually now during baseball season, they're on the noisy restaurants. The yeah, so in baseball season now, they're on like KFAN, like the radio station, mm-hmm. but during the off season, they go to like different bars around, around Minneapolis, mm-hmm. although they get free service now because, you know, they're picking up podcasts. Yeah. But um, we get charged double. But they, yeah, but they talk about how like when they first started doing it four years ago, people would look at them like weirdos with a laptop and a mic at a restaurant. But now, especially in like where they go, it's like, but it's normal. Like you see other people podcasting. So I don't know if anybody's podcasted here yet. Do we give them a plug? Yeah, sure. We, well, how about if the food is good? We yeah, we're at, well, we're at Crave Restaurant. Akiva says it's the most hyped Jerusalem re- uh, restaurant in a while. Yeah, probably ever. What's it called? They call it like Uptown Street Fair or something? Yeah. It's like Elevated Street Fair or something like that. Very hipstery. Some like chef who was on some chef reality show or it's, something. Uh, it's a lot of uh, graffiti on the walls. Graffiti's on the walls. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's much more than that photo thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, where's all your minions of, of Israeli followers? I thought we were going to be here. Well, I think we're going to do something else uh, Next in week? two weeks. Or two weeks. Passover, okay. All right. It's just us. That would be romantic. Thank you. I'm getting an Alexander beer. They don't have an Akiva beer, unfortunately. Thank you. Okay. Can I clink the microphone? Is, is this is. my new mic? This is your mic, yeah. yeah. I'll try don't, not to get beer on don't it. Spiel, don't spill on it. Um, what should we do first? You want to do, do want, let's, let's get to the bracket first. All right, I'm drinking half a liter of beer, so we'll see if I get less coherent as uh, the podcast continues. All right, so last we left you, we had uh, eight, we had seven teams left in the greatest American athlete of all time. Seven people. Seven, yeah, seven athletes. We had Ted Williams against Michael Phelps, and unsurprisingly, Akiva went with Phelps, I went with Ted Williams, so we turned it to the voters. Kiva did a Twitter poll, we got about 100 responses, and uh, Phelps wins with 76% of the vote. What do you think about that? I mean, the fact that a fish is in the final four, like I think I said to you online, like, if I were to toss a ball to Michael Phelps from 10 feet away, would he catch it? Yeah, I think he's a decent enough athlete, he's not like incompetent. My question is like, what if he got caught with steroids? We're on record as being pro-steroids. Yeah, we had bonds here, you know, pretty far. Well, I, don't, I couldn't care less about steroids. So that wouldn't stop him, even like a disgraced no, swimmer. No, to me what stops him four. is the fact that he does nothing, like, Swimming is like such a niche thing that people care about for two weeks every four years. But it's still an athletic feat. It's not like chess. All right, I put him in the final 64. Put him in the final 32 even. Uh, let's see, who did he beat? 
to get to the final four, he beat Jackie Robinson. Yeah. He beat Roger Bill Clemens. He beat Willie Mays and Ted Williams. Yeah. So he just took down wild. four of the top like ten baseball players of all time, basically. Yeah, that's pretty good. What's the next yeah. matchup? Hold on, uh, we're getting a phone call live on the podcast. It wouldn't be a podcast without uh, my wife interrupting me to yell at me about something. Did she curse at you? No, no cursing this time. Okay. All right. Okay, fine. So we have Michael Phelps in the final four. Now we get to the bottom left. We have uh, Jim Thorpe. I almost said Otis Thorpe. <laughs> how many? How many? Players would the bracket need to be to get Otis Thorpe in there? Not 128, not 256, not 512, not 1024. Well, let's see. Let's say it was 2048. He's a top, we get him in the he's top, a top 250 basketball player, yeah. right? So I'd say so, 40, if we get uh, 4096, he's in there. Yeah, thank you. All right, we got some fish tacos here, it looks like. Are we gonna, should we eat and we have our mouths full as we podcast? No, we we'll pause? Eat in a all we'll, right. Well, let's finish the bracket. Okay, so all right. 4096. Otis Thorpe, top one of the, congratulations. Top, the top, top one of the 4,000 Maybe like 8,192. I think 4,000. How long can you he's, do this? How long can you double up for it? Do we have a math game right now? Well, hold on. I'm he, pretty good. All right, so what are we at? 4096. I think it's 8192. 8192, so it'd be 16384. Yeah. Then so 32, 32 768. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. I think you, I voted they for Thorpe. Thorpe in the final four. I voted for Thorpe, you voted for Babe Ruth, is that correct? Yeah, but Thorpe is my number three, I think, in the whole bracket. He's just right. facing number four. Ah, so that's what happens. Yeah, they got seated in the same bracket. Mm. Uh, so Thorpe is going to go down to Babe Ruth 61 to 39, according to our voters. Very good showing by Thorpe. Someone tweeted and said, like, it's a disgrace that Thorpe is even getting a single vote. But why? They should Google Thorpe. Yeah. Um, why is that a disgrace? I mean, I guess they're not familiar with Jim Thorpe at all. They, maybe they're maybe they thought it was Otis Thorpe. Yeah. 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 Uh, Alright, uh, Otis Thorpe, uh, he's gone. Jim Thorpe also gone. Babe Ruth, welcome to the Final Four. So Michael Phelps is now going to face his fifth consecutive baseball player in uh, the semifinal. We're going to have uh, Phelps against Ruth. But okay. let's get to the other side. So we have Muhammad Ali against Peyton Manning. So last week, you voted for Peyton. Thank you. I voted for Ali. And I think I regret it, actually, because even if... Look, I think the argument for Ali as the greatest boxer of all time is about equal to the argument for Peyton as the greatest quarterback, which means they're definitely in the top two or three. Some would say number one, some would say number two, number three. I think three. it's the consensus number two, though, amongst egg boxing experts. Yeah, but I'm saying, but go, like, boxing... Like, why is he here if there's a better boxer than him? That's my question. You could say the same about Peyton Manning. There could be a better football player. But to me, football yeah. is just more important. Boxing is a longer history, but in the last 50 years, football is by far number one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I've got, so, so the voters, by the way, over, overwhelmingly went for Ali. 76 to 24. Yeah. So I guess my question is, should I flip my vote so that uh, the two of us unanimously overrule the uh, the voters, or should I just let uh, Muhammad Ali into the final four? What's your thought? No, I don't think you can flip your vote now. We already left it Too up. Too late. All right, okay, fine. So Muhammad Ali, welcome to the final four. And who did he beat on the way? He beat, he beat Lou Gehrig, Henry Armstrong, another boxer, Jerry Rice, and Peyton Manning. He beat Lou Gehrig. Good thing he didn't catch ALS in the matchup. That's a sign for Yeah. Yeah, mean people right in. All right, okay, so Muhammad Ali in the final four, and then he's going to be against Michael Jordan. We already decided Jordan beats LeBron 2 nothing. We didn't need any voters for that. No. So now let's do Jordan versus Ali. All right, so Jordan versus Ali. Let's just do Jordan. I think Jordan, yeah, because Jordan is undisputed. At he's number, our number one, and Ali's the number two boxer. And, and if it was one versus one, boxing beats basketball, I think. All right, so Michael Jordan's in the finals. Let's type this in. We'll remember it. Oh, they're bringing us lots more. They're bringing us uh, bacon cheeseburgers. But kosher ones. Kosher bacon cheeseburgers, yeah. Thank you. Here we go. We got a bunch of food over here. Um, let me just enter this. All right, so we got Michael Jordan in the finals. And who... What the hell did I just do? Oh, whoops. 
Um, oh, I see what I did. Okay, alright. Michael Phelps gets paid for it. If Phelps be paid for it, I'm quitting this podcast. No, it's Ruth and Jordan the final. Okay, alright, so we agree to that. So, yeah. this Michael is, this Phelps. This was destined from day one, Ruth versus Jordan. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so Babe Ruth, Michael Jordan. And what did ESPN do when they had the rankings? Do you remember? I think they had Jordan 1. I think it was Jordan Ruth Ali, 1, 2, 3. Jordan, okay. So that's. I mean, that was before Tebow. Like, can we update it with Tebow hitting the home run last night in the minors? Is that put in, in the Final Four, possibly? Alright, so what are we doing here? Babe Ruth against Michael Jordan. Do we let the voters chime in on this one, or? Yeah, I think we let the voters decide for next week. Alright. Babe Ruth. Michael Jordan, who is the greatest American athlete of all time? It's a good matchup, right? Because yeah, yeah. I, th- I think there's arguments for both. Right. I think Jordan's probably better. I don't know. It's so hard. Like, how much do you count Ruth pitching? Like, he wasn't. He was a great pitcher, but he's not like a, a like historically important pitcher, really. It's hard. Well, that's only because he didn't pitch, you know, long enough. He could have been, I think. Oh, he could have been, but that doesn't. Yeah. You know, like, are we putting in guys who like died young? Well, we had Bo Jackson in here. He's still alive. Yeah, but... There was uh, a thing, like, top 50 most popular athletes in the United States. The Bo Jackson's still really high up. There was no active baseball players in the 50 most popular athletes in the entire United States. Yeah, we discussed this last week, I think. No, we discussed a few weeks ago, how I said it, and then a poll proved me Confirmed right. Confirmed you. All right. That Mike Trout's not even in there. So how about we eat, and then we do the second half of the podcast. Okay, fine. Week. So we're going to pause the podcast. Uh, while we pause, you can think about Babe Ruth against Michael Jordan. Except there's not really going to be a pause when you're listening to it, so... All right, that's that. Stop. Okay, Akiva, we just had uh, fish tacos, uh, cheeseburger sliders or something. Nachos. Nachos. Yeah, it was good. What's your review? Um, The thing is, it was only the lunch menu, like the things I was going to get. Do you plan what you're going to get before you go to restaurant? I'm not too maggy, are you? Oh, I do that every time. But the things I was going to get weren't on the menu, so I'll give it a pass. But I'd say everything we had was really good. But you'll have to come back for dinner. But, yeah, I have to come back for dinner. Also, I'm a quantity over quality guy. The quantity wasn't huge. Are you a quality guy? I'm full. Oh, I'm full too. That's true. I mean, the correct answer, one wants to be quality over quantity, obviously. But the truth is, honestly, I'm kind of like, like, I'm quantity over quantity. I mean, I want, like, the best food in the world and a mil- like a million of it. But, like, in my house, I'm, like, basically the garbage disposal. So much. Because I won't waste any food. Right, so, my wife. My wife like wants me to diet, but she also like, oh, we have like, uh, you know, more macaroni and cheese. Like, I know you have four plates, but you need to finish it. Oh no, my wife won't encourage me to eat it. It's just that like, my wife will leave it in the fridge and throw it out, and I won't allow that. Yeah. So I basically eat all the stuff that nobody else. I'm impressed you left leftovers. You have me. I had you as like a, I don't eat leftovers guy. No, I never. Do you know people who don't eat leftovers? Yeah, but they're scumbags. Yeah. No, I agree. It's terrible. You don't eat leftovers. You're scumbags. Stop listening right now. I, it's also like. Are like European grandparents, like the idea of like not eating leftovers. They're starving people in Africa. How they would get our leftover garbage I'm food. Sure. Yeah, but we should, that's a good startup. Like sending our like overnight our leftovers. So we were talking about this at the wedding. So I was la- the reason I'm here is my brother-in-law, my, my wife's brother, got married last Thursday. Mm. And so here's the wife's way- brother. You had to go to that wedding. Yeah. I would try. I try and get out of weddings, but I feel like you had no choice. You there. voluntarily came to my brother's wedding six months. Well, ago. that was to do a podcast. Well, I'll do oh, anything. Okay, yeah. Wait, but were you in the wedding party? Yeah, I was very involved. I was like, I don't know. Wait, you, you, you said you were going to give a speech where you said you smelled bad. Yes, I did. I made a, lacto- that- I made a lactose intolerance joke. Did, did, did the fact that you smell bad joke go over well with him? Well, this is the thing. So his wife and her whole family are Yemenites. 
and Yemenite. Oh, this is not going to go anywhere. Good. No, I just think so. so I like, like I, lactose intolerance. I like Winchester's racism in public instead of just on the podcast. So lactose intolerance <laughs> is a Ashkenazi Jewish trait. Ashkenazi meaning Jews of European descent. So Jews from Yemen and other Middle Eastern climes mm-hmm. have no such, you know, intolerance to to milk products. I didn't know this. So, 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 so much so that because, like, there, there's not even a term for lactose intolerance in Hebrew. Mm. You, I mean, you would say, like, allergy le, le okay, or Okay, to milk, but, okay. Yeah, but there's... I like, don't translate. Everyone knows what you're talking yeah. about. So, but there's no term for lactose intolerance. Okay. So, when I made the lactose intolerance joke, Jen's family laughed, even though it was in Hebrew, because I was like, even the ones who didn't speak Hebrew, they heard, like, Hebrew, 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 lactose intolerance, Hebrew, 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 Hebrew. They laughed at the mention of it, mm. and, the, and the Yemenite, like her family, didn't laugh because they didn't. They didn't understand. Like, were they like, what right. do you mean you don't eat dairy? Like, they couldn't understand that concept. Sure. So, but then, yeah. Then, and so the implication, obviously, is that when somebody's life is intolerant to dairy, they fart a lot. But I don't even think the Yemenites got the joke. So. Oh, it's so bad. I don't think that joke, that joke translates to any language. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I like. Oh, it. so what was it? So at this wedding, so there was like the reception hour with like you know stations of food. You think I could have come and put a podcast at the wedding? Yeah, of course. It was, it was far away. away. It was in Rishon and Sion. Would your wife have been more mad because it was her brother? Like she had no say in your brother's wedding. She couldn't care less. Why would she care? I mean, she doesn't care what you're doing. We had enough people watching my kids. Well, so she didn't care about the kids. But who was bringing her food? I was getting drunk. At your so. brother's wedding, I was bringing her the food. Yeah, but also she was 35 weeks pregnant, so she was less mobile. Oh, that's true. She's capable now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, she's gonna get. <laughs> um, so you had like the you had the stations, you know, at the reception. Yeah. Then you had at the dinner. So first they had uh, salatim, as they call it in Israel, like you know, all kinds of smaller salads. Mm-hmm. Then they had what I thought was the main course, where they came and said, "What do you want? Like beef, fish, etc." Yeah. Then apparently after that they had another salad course, and then they had another main course. Wow. But I didn't know what any of these intermediate courses until dancing. That's another story off the podcast. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, apparently there was some comment. Okay. Well, luckily, no one who would be involved there will listen to this podcast, so I won't get in trouble. All right, fine. Let's get to the MLB over-unders. Yeah, we're each going to pick five. What's our debt at right now? I got to look up that chart. You so don't have to look up. We had made, I think it was like plus $10 for me, and then we made a bet for like five for $50, which I won, so I think I'm at like plus 60 Okay, but if, it's, check. Been, it's been a if while. someone gets to 100 the other person has to pay. That's what the rule is. Yeah, we're not going to get this for a while, unless we make another one of those like okay. mega bets. This is $10. Uh, you want first or next two? Um, is there... Uh, you can go first. I don't care. Okay. All right. All right so, so we're looking at the MLB over-unders. Obviously, there's been three games so far, but I don't know anything about any team. I know the Twins are 3-0 and the Royals are 0-3. That's all I know. Yeah, I don't have the standings in front of me. I have to watch some games. I'm going to go under... 93 and a half for the Cleveland Indians. The number's just a little too high for me. All right. So here's the thing. They're the only good team in that division. Yeah. Like, all of the other four teams in that division could win 70 games. Yeah. And with the with the unbalanced schedule, somebody's got to win 90 plus. Yeah. So, um, you know, on the other hand, every time the Twins play the Indians, they two times a year, I'm always watching them. I'm like, why is this team so much better than us? What do they have? Like, okay, their starting pitching is obviously way better. Right. But a lot of them are really good. Their bullpen, the way they used it in the playoffs, obviously, was phenomenal. But I don't think that, you know, Andrew Miller is going to pitch two innings every game in the no. regular season. So, so all right. You get the next two. All right, so you're going to take Cleveland under. i got to keep track of this. Cleveland under 93 and a half. Yeah. All right. Akima, Cleveland under 93 and a half. I am going to go with... I'm going to stay in that division... I'm going to go under on the Tigers at 84 and a half because the Tigers are old and bad. Yeah. 
I think they're coasting. Miggy's been struggling. They're coasting on their reputation. So I'm going to take that one. And then I will also go... I guess I'm going to go over on the Yankees at 83 and a half. Because just as somebody who's terrified of the Yankees, 83 and a half seems like a low number for them. Yeah, so do I get one or two now? I guess two, if that's how we're doing Okay, this. so I'm going to take the Padres, the lowest number by six wins, 64 and a half. I'm going over with the Padres. Okay. So all they have to do is go 65 and 97 yeah. to go over. And then I'm going to take, I was going to take the Braves. 71 and a half is kind of a good number for them, though. I'm going to take the Rockies over an 80 and a half. I say the Rockies do better than that. I think Greg Holland's off to a decent start, but I don't know anything about them. Alright, okay, I'm going to go, so I took an under and an over, let me think over here. I don't know anything about the National League, so I should really stay away from there, but I'm going to go under on Pittsburgh at 85 and a half. Okay, that's not actually not bad. Pittsburgh's like two years past when they were a relevant team, it seems to me. So I'm going to go under on Pittsburgh at 85 and a half, and then, um, just too much young talent, I'm going to go over on Houston 87 and a half. It's okay. a pretty high number. That is high. But they have, I mean, you know, they have so much talent. Yeah, I mean, 88 and 74 is obviously very possible. Yeah. I, I, this is, this is a two, this number two high for me. I'm going under Mariners 85 and a half. Okay. To me, the Mariners could, could be an under 500 team. Um, so that number is too low. Wait, wait, under? That I'm going too high. That number's too high, I mean. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to go... I'm going to go under 85 and a half for the Blue Jays. Under on the Blue Jays. All right. Under on the Blue Jays. You want to go 10? 5 seems like too low. No. Let's keep going. I'm at 6. All right, so I'm going to take the Twins. I'm surprised you didn't take them. Twins are at 70 and a half. Yeah. This is a team that was basically 500 two years ago. They were, you know, they, they won, I think, what, 59 last year. That's like a ridiculous number. They're not good, but they can win 70 games. They're already 3-0, so that's a good start. So I'm going to take over on the Twins. And then for my next one... I'm going to take, that's my fifth pick. So for my sixth pick, I got five more teams. That's why I want to go ten. I have five more that I like. Um, I got three overs and two unders. So let's say... I'm going to take under on the Cardinals at 80 and a half. Yeah, that is a high number. I think that's a little bit of reputation. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going to go over on the Marlins at 76 and a half. Okay. So you want to do four more each? Yeah, that's a Oh, by the way, you know, I was wrong. I said that the... The only team in the 60s was San Diego. There's another team in the 60s. Oakland in 66 and a half, I'm going to go over. Yeah, yeah that, so that's the first one you've taken. That was one of the ones I wanted. Oakland, I had over 66 and a half also. All right, so that's your seventh pick. So for my seventh and eighth picks, I'm going to go over on Tampa at 75 and a half. I feel like every year you should go over on Tampa. You know, the last couple years, they haven't been as good, obviously, as they were for the previous decade. They're pretty, pretty low numbers. Yeah. And then in that same division, I'm going to go under on Baltimore. They're at 84 and a half. Well, they're going to hit 250 home runs, but what else do they do? Right, they have a great closer they don't use. Uh, seriously, he'll, he'll be lucky to get 65 innings. So I'm going to go under on Baltimore. Um, I'm going to go... I know it's an odd year. I'm going to go under on the Giants, 87 and a half. Even in an odd year, okay. And then what else? And then... I'm gonna let, let me go over the Mets. Let me be a homer. All right, there you go. Over, it's a really high number, 90 and a half wins, but they already had three quality starts from their great... Are they, th- are they three now? Two and one. They lost the game in 12 innings. Okay. All right, I'm going to go under on the Cubs at 96 and a half. 
just because obviously you know they're a great team, and 96 and a half is such a big number that something can go wrong. So five, wait, so how many teams have least? Nine, I gotta take one more team. All the bets I liked are gone. I think I will take, 91 and a half seems low for the Red Sox. 92 and a half seems low for the Dodgers, because everybody says the Dodgers have so much talent. 72 and a half seems a little low for Philly, doesn't it? They're a lot better than they were. Yeah, but they're still bad. Yeah. Um, I have five unders and four overs, so I'll take a fifth over just to be even. I will say over on, I'll say over on the Dodgers. So I think between the Cubs and the Dodgers, I'll go 50-50 on those bets, because one of them will be the best team in the NL. I'll say over on the Dodgers. And who's your last pick? Um, my last pick, I'm going to go with the Reds. 73 and a half is a pretty low number, but I'm going under for the Reds. Yeah, I mean, they're bad. Yeah, they're bad. That number could be in the 60s. Uh, honestly, instead of the Dodgers, can I switch or is it too Yeah, you can switch. All right, I'm taking the Royals under. They're already 0-3. Yeah. All right. So I'm all about the AL Central. I'm, I'm, I'm under on the White Tigers, under on the Royals, over on the Twins. I just I think those teams are all about even. I don't know why the Twins are seven and a half those other teams in the 80s. All right, right, so that's that bet. Yeah, you can tweet us your uh, your 10 picks, and you can judge them in uh, yeah, you can go again October. Um, all right, I think this is good. This is our second live podcast. Maybe we'll have a, a little bit of an audience next time we do this. Yeah, this we're only fun. at 20 minutes. We have nothing else to talk about? 20 minutes total between the two the two things? Yeah. Uh, I, mean, less, want, I got edit stuff What out. do you want to talk about? I don't know. Um, last time we had an in-person podcast at the wedding was like six minutes. Oh yeah, we did a live one at the wedding. We interrupted. And then I left. Months ago. Yeah, then you bailed early on that wedding. But that wedding went to four in the morning, so. Yeah, no, I, the history was kind to that decision because I didn't have a ride. I would have had to take the kids' bus back, which didn't leave till four. Then I would have had to cab it home. Yeah, I wouldn't have got home till 4.30. Yeah, well, I think that's the situation. Do you just crash with somebody in Jerusalem or? Yeah, I mean, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that could be like the question about this podcast in general. Like, yeah, people are listening, so. I, By the way, my horse is bigger than your horse. Oh, you have a, see, nobody knows your horse. Yeah, you have a giant polo horse on your shirt. You got a tiny oh, polo. Yeah, I have like a tiny polo horse. My wife dresses me and my kids alike. So Does she pick out your clothes for you, your wife? No, but she, like, I have a bunch of polo shirts that she has bought me for Father's Day to match with my kids' polo shirts. Do you go shopping for yourself? Yeah, my wife doesn't shop for me, except on Father's Day when she buys me matching clothes for my kids. But my kids this morning wanted to match. See, now I have sons. I never had sons before. Do I have to start matching my sons? You don't have to. Well, we well, can match with Jets jerseys okay, so always. You know how many Jets jerseys my son has? Just from everyone buying him Jets jerseys? Four? Six? Like 13 Jets jerseys. What? Because everyone... Wait, the one who's three years old. Yeah, the one who's three. Because everyone just buy... Like, they, they how are they thrifts? Like he has Darrell Rivas. Well, he does have 13 different Sanchez. players. Because okay. different people buying them. He, it's very sad who he has. Okay, let's hear. There's a few Rivases. There's a few Sanchez's. There's a Curtis Martin, which probably wasn't from his generation. Okay, yeah. It's a, it's probably, a, it's a throwback. Yeah. That's probably my daughter's Curtis Martin that just fits in. Okay. But then there's like there's a D. Milliner. He's unsigned. He's, he was a really high pick, but he's, yeah. he's three years out of the draft. He's like, totally unsigned. Was that bought when he was rookie or was that bought at the discount model no, for $3? No, when he was a rookie for full price. Okay. The D. Milliner is a sad jersey. When I was in high school, when I still wore jerseys, I would go to Models and buy like, I remember I bought like Jason Kidd on the Mavericks for like $4.99. To get all the former players on their old teams. It's weird to have now, but in the future it will be it's okay. A like, yeah. The, I saw like the the models are selling Derrick Rose for twenty bucks now. On the Knicks. It should be fifty cents. Yeah, because Derrick Rose on the Bulls has value. Right. Derrick Rose on the Knicks has no value. That should be a fifty cent jersey. Yeah. They're probably. They, but I think they would throw them in the garbage before they sell them for fifty cents. I think they have like a. A, a price at which probably like 15 bucks or 12.99. So once summer I lived on the Upper West Side and I used to go to uh, 
uh, Super Sol, as it was then called, the grocery store, they had like a sushi corner, mm-hmm. and I go every morning because the sushi that didn't sell for the day before. Oh, this story is getting bad. They would sell for a dollar per roll instead of like six or seven bucks a roll. Yeah, even old, more. If it's by the way, old sushi is the worst thing on earth. No, the rice is slightly crispy. But the it's rice fine. is the rice is the whole sushi. But it's finer than that. But I would go there every morning and get like whole rolls for a dollar each. How many rolls? You can buy like twenty rolls. Well, I mean, I get it for lunch, then, so I'm gonna get like two rolls. Right. But one day. Wait, two rolls for you was lunch? I guess I don't know. You don't love food. All right. Anyways, the point is that I was buying it from like the very non-Japanese, non-sushi guy yeah. who like ran the shop. But one morning, the sushi guy was there to start for the next morning. And he was so offended at the idea of yeah. somebody consuming his nail sushi, he started yelling at the guy, and he wouldn't sell it to me. And then, he's, and then the, the guy's like, all right, give it to me for free. He's like, no, throw it out. He'd rather throw it out wow. than allow somebody to taste his nail sushi because it's going to be a stain on his yeah. eye. No, for sure. sushi chef. Did you, now, did you buy fresh sushi from him? I just spent $7.95. This is I'm in college. <laughs> Seven ninety five a roll, and again if I'm getting like and fancy rolls, sushi. Also. The fancy rolls like ten ninety five a roll. Not supermarket, it's the same thing. Like whatever. It's not fancy sushi, but like it's fine. So you're only willing to buy sushi for a dollar, not at not at normal price. Well, back then again, you know, I was on a limited budget. Oh my now God. I'm a high roller, of course. <laughs> you want to go get some uh, supermarket sushi after? This? Yeah. I don't know if Jerusalem supermarket. They sushi. don't have they don't have supermarket sushi here. Yeah, that's true. They don't. It doesn't exist. Hey, by the way, they shouldn't have it anywhere. It's an affront to humanity. It's I don't know what cultural appropriation is, but I know that's it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have no hot takes on sushi. Sushi's fine. But are, were we going to have a sushi eating contest? Oh yeah, you wanted to do that. Where was it? Is there like all I, you can I mean, I'm going to destroy you. It's an absurd idea. Is there an all you can eat? Well, here's the thing. There is. There's an all you can eat. You know what they also have, by the way? Wait, in, where I think is the, in Jerusalem, in the hotel, I think in the, the Imbal, okay. they have uh, all you can eat soup. Soup? Yeah. I mean, I, I, like routinely, I routinely take down seven or eight bowls of soup. But my wife makes a good soup. Hold on, hold on. I know you you're the routinely soup take down seven or eight bowls of soup? When my wife makes... Okay, so Friday night dinner, your wife makes no, 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 chicken no, no, soup. No, 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 no. Friday night dinner, it's part of a meal. I'm not going to eat seven or eight bowls of soup. Okay. What I'm saying is, if during the week all we're having for dinner is soup... Wait, if during the week all you're having for dinner is soup, you're legally allowed to divorce your wife. Well, my wife doesn't make me dinner every night. I'm not living in the 1950s. Hold on, hold on. You, you sometimes just have soup for dinner? No, no, what happens? What's in the soup? Is there at least no, like a lot of chicken and stuff in the soup? No, we don't eat meat. It's like meat. You don't eat meat? Yeah. Oh, during the week you don't eat meat. Yeah, okay, wait, so hold on. So this is, she makes a soup. It's we, getting weird. We were talking about this off the podcast while we were eating, about how we're both like the garbage disposals in our house. Yeah. So my wife makes food, or let's say my wife makes food, or I make food. Food is made in our house. Mm-hmm. That, as far as my wife is concerned and the kids, that is the food for that meal. Anything that's not finished that meal will not be consumed by them. It'll just take room in the fridge. I will never throw our food. So for me, that would be my food. Your wife doesn't eat leftovers? Basically, no. She's too fancy for leftovers. I don't know if fancy. She's just won't. So she makes a massive pot of soup. Her and the kids What have, kind of soup? Like a, she makes, I think it was actually like a Weight Watchers recipe, but it's good. It's like a bunch of beans. Basically, every kind of beans in the grocery store, you throw it in a little Okay, it sounds awful. It's fine. It's good. I like it. You can put some uh, cheese on top. And you have seven bowls of bean soup. Okay, so, okay. so the night she makes oh, it. bean soup. This isn't even, wasn't even in my, my soup list. Top my 30. top 32 soup. Okay, so here's the thing. So she makes the soup. Soup is in a huge bowl. It takes up like half the fridge, right? Yes, it's very annoying. It will sit in the fridge for a week until she throws you it know, out. You know, and I, I am no kitchen expert. I don't know how to turn on an oven. Yeah. But even I know you can take the liquid out and put it into a, a much smaller container. Yeah, a Not a, a Ziploc bag? Yeah. A good Ziploc bag stays zipped. Hold on. You're going to put soup in a Ziploc bag? 
You gotta have space What about a container? Then like, no, like the container takes a ziplock can move around and is more flexible. Alright, anyways, the point is I'm making is, let's say I like when we don't do these in person. Okay. Like game I know, let's say you know, call, 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 call. You're getting off topic here. My wife makes the soup on a Tuesday. Okay. I have two or three bowls, and then I have whatever else she made, let's mm -hmm. say. This is a hypothetical where my wife makes dinner. Mm -hmm. The next day, Wednesday, no dinner is made. My wife and the kid my wife eats a grilled cheese sandwich, the kids eat mac and cheese, whatever. So your wife's not a big eater. My wife is very big on it's not healthy to eat huge meals, she eats small parts throughout oh, the day. This is, I'm the opposite. My only I eat one meal a day, but it's huge. I eat three meals a day. My saving I have two, I don't even practice. My only saving grace um, yeah. is that my wife likes eating because if she didn't, she would never make me food. Like just for me, obviously. She's not making food for you, she's making food for family. Right. She and, makes it up for you. Yeah, she yeah. sometimes. Right, if she didn't like food, I'd be like... But you've told stories about how you literally wake your wife up to make you food. Well, sometimes she falls asleep with Which is insane. I don't like wake her wife. I say like, hey, didn't you want to like do a load of laundry? You told me to wake you up. <laughs> and then the second she gets out of bed, I'm like, by the way... How are you not divorced? I mean, I might be by the time I get home. She's very upset that I was going out. It was a very busy day. Yeah, it's a very busy day, and we both pitched our wives. I'm on vacation. I said to my wife, I have to go to this really hot restaurant. She's like, wait, why are you wearing a keeping out with me? Mm. Well, I, I... First of all, I'm always on vacation. Yeah. I feel like my life is kind well, of... Well, you're always on vacation. So I was actually, you mentioned before all the gestures and you matching with your sons. How many times do you get to you and your sons depart the house together more than, like, together and you go more than a block away from the house? Oh, that's a good question. Like, you mean, how many times do you Yeah. Other than, like, taking something out of the garbage or, the, or whatever. That's a good question. How many times are you going somewhere with your, with your sons? Not... Because how many times do you leave the house? Not that often. That's yeah. a good question. Like, I wonder if it's happened yet. <laughs> I mean, with it's only been, like, three. five weeks. Yeah. Oh, no, the final week. We went to his purse together. Yeah. Okay, so that's one. But he wasn't wearing a jet so yeah. that would have been sweet. You yeah, usually wear like a onesie for that. That's always you a fight. Go up, you go up close during the purse. The right? purse outfit is always a fight between the mother and the mother in law. It's like my mother has sewed some fancy outfit, and my wife would rather buy some like mini tuxedo outfit that right. she thought was cute. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not getting involved with that. All right, so I was saying, so my wife makes the soup on Tuesday, right? Yeah. Tuesday night. Put it in a plastic bag. It's huge thing. No, she doesn't put it in a plastic bag. It's like a huge thing, like a huge pot of soup to take a pepper. If it's fridge. so huge, it shouldn't even fit in a Ziploc, by the way. Oh, it doesn't. It's too big. That's what I'm so saying. So do you have two Ziploc bags? Like no, no. It's, bag? it's just, no. It's, it's, it's in, it's taking up half the fridge. So Wednesday night, I get home from work at 10 o'clock. Everybody already ate dinner, went to sleep. And I will eat seven or eight bowls of soup or 12 bowls of soup. I, I will finish that soup. I will eat until something's finished, which is unhealthy. 12 bowls of bean soup. All right, so there's like a study they did. I don't know if you remember, there was some study where like it was a cereal bowl, people were eating cereal, and like it was a bowl that like would get refilled oh, without people, my dream in life, a refillable cereal Without people bowl. realizing like from the bottom, yeah. like the test was, yes. the point is people, and by people I mean me, but also the subject of this test, will eat till it's finished, yeah. no matter how much it is. So yeah. I'm definitely like that. I know it's unhealthy, but I will like, if, I will never put like part of something back in the fridge. Yeah. I'll finish it. So I will, I will have an obscene number That's of bowls That's why I still keep kosher, because that like bottomless shrimp or whatever, that would be bad for us. I'm just saying, I can take you in a, in a soup off, I think. I think we have to do this now. Super. But wait. Should that be, maybe that's where we should do the podcast from on Tuesday. Next, next week? Or I don't know what day. I don't know what day it is. They might not have it that night. Where's the all you week? eat sushi? It's the tin bar. No, it's all you can eat soup. I know. All you can eat sushi, I don't think they have anymore. That was. I feel like the psychologically, all you can eat soup is also healthier, no? It's not as filling. Yeah, but we're going to like throw up afterwards. I'm not eating Tavarin. I'm not joking chestnut. Now I know why you love chestnut so much. You're all about like the, like the, the binge eating. I'm all about quantum. Yeah, I respect yeah. it. I, I wish I could do that. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Is your hair turning gray? It's turning. It's been gray for a while. I didn't know that. I had three kids. Stressful. I mean, I don't have any hair. We, so, 
Would you rather have gray hair or no hair? I think gray hair, right? <laughs> yeah. No offense. Wait, let's see. You got a Jets hat on. Yeah. You're not bald. You talk a big bald game. No. I mean, under there, a it's still bit, gray. A little bit. A little bit. Thank yeah, you. You're, you're losing a little on top. Losing like, a little. You got the yarmulke and the Jets hat. Yeah, the Jets hat's blocking. Yeah. Nobody can see. Dude, I, I think like I said a... this last time. With the beard and, the, and like the ultimate glasses, you look yeah. like a rabbi from 1960. You said that. You yeah. said 19, like 24, though. No, I feel like 16. Early 16. Late 16. But I, like a Buddy Holly rap. I was going to shave today for you, but I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't have time. My son has to shave today, actually. The problem is, when you have a beard this big, it's a long time. It doesn't. Uh, yeah, it's a multiple step process. Yeah. You can't just, yeah, you can't use a razor. You got right. like, you were like, of, of shaving. That's easy. Yeah, you, but yeah. When I didn't first, know you were going gray. What does your wife say about the gray hair? I've been gray for a while. Since I've been haircut. <laughs> really? And so, what, what do you think about dying? No, I, I think gray is distinguished. It's distinguished, but now you're 33. I don't know, I'm not like that gray. <laughs> you are. I noticed, but I don't notice anything. We'll post a picture for the podcast. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, you're taking your own picture? No, not it. No, um, we'll post a picture in the podcast wow. description. What if you start this podcast with like a full head of hair and just yeah. do a podcast? Yeah, but it's great because you can really blame your wife. And then if she gets mad, it's like, you're, no, it's your fault, honey. But I would never know if she has gray hair because like, she, she colors her hair anyways every six weeks. Right, like women, you know, like. Yeah, but what about? So you don't, you don't know what color her hair is. You're saying. So my wife has said blonde hair as long as I've known her. But, but again, it's not natural. You're saying. I mean, it is, but she highlights it. So it is, but it isn't, right? Like, uh-huh. it is, but like, is that her real hair? Like, I don't, but about a couple I months. I doubt she's gray. A couple months ago, she went like hardcore brunette, like really dark brunette, and it was like, like totally different woman. So much so actually that she did it, and then we went to Florida the next week, and her mother picked us up from the airport, drove by us. Because she didn't recognize her own the daughter. the first time she had brunette. Yeah. Um, you were in favor of it or no? It's like a new girlfriend, though. Yeah, we're getting into risky territory. <laughs> yeah, no, there was that aspect. A nice change of pace. I feel like if I was a woman, I would like do much more unique. I would take advantage. No, because it's a lot of work. Options. I would never, I would literally, I would. But like, I like to grow different facial hair. It's the problem my wife keeps telling them it makes her shave because she's anti-facial hair. But like, you're, you have less sartor, like. Yeah, we have less options. What's the word? Right. That's why, like, the Craig Sakers of the world, they wear, like, green suits. Ridiculous Because it's the yeah. only thing you could do as a guy. Yeah, I wear, wear, like, wear colorful really socks. Suit. Socks is my thing. Because i got to dress fairly conservatively for work. But people uh, don't notice socks. Yeah, they do, because, you know, I mean, like, if, uh, if, uh, if you're wearing, like, Junkos, they don't. But if you're wearing, like, you know, tapered pants, like... What, oh, wearing what, you don't? Remember Junkos? And Jankos. The Jankos. There was no, it's J-N-C-L. Yeah, it's Janko. I said Junko. Whatever. Oh, my God. Everybody, those skater pants when we were in high school. Yeah, everyone knows that. I think they're going to come back in. Did you ever have? Did you compare those? They were for like the hooligans. Did I have those? They were for like the kid in your yeah, class like the, that the was pucks. like that was like doing drugs. Did I have those in particular? No. But were my pants baggier in 1998 than they are in 2016? Yeah. Of Don't you think baggy pants should come back in? I prefer the. I mean, I'm wearing skinny jeans right now. You so. are wearing skinny jeans. Yeah. Not that skinny. No, not like painted on absurd. I mean, my wife. Should we say this on the podcast? You can say whatever you want. You can always say that. You're the editor. My wife. So in, in Israel, to be like more energy efficient, we're drying our clothes on the drying rack, oh. as opposed to the dryer, and the sun does different things. My wife said to me this morning, when I put my jeans on, she said, like, I think the bulge might be a little bit too prominent for you to be wearing those. Oh, listen. So, I said to her, I said, you should be thankful. <laughs> no, I, I said, don't, it should be so terrible that people say, you know that Jen Goddick, her husband's bulge is too large. So. No, for sure. <laughs> so, I'm definitely wearing this. Yeah, no, because you should put him out in the sun for another week. <laughs> Should we have a picture of the ball? Yeah. <laughs> so, let's just his gray hair is bald. Listen, at the, would I rather have bald and gray hair or regular hair and no bald? I mean, if we're getting really graphic, like, I think the bald is more testicular than penile. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and yeah. like, I don't think anybody brags about big balls. I think it's like the, the, 
I think that's a good break, though. I think people should start bringing back. It was Jimmy Kimmel's always joke. Jimmy Kimmel would always joke that he was like, you know. Well, Dave Chappelle is a little bit guy. about he, he was going to have, like, smooth his balls. He was going to, like, iron his balls so they'd be wrinkled. Oh, right. Chester has no, like, filter. Luckily, the people who were sitting next to us, the old lady, just left because he would have been kicked out of his face. He's kicked the latest stuff um, but, uh, All right. I think we're good here. We're half an hour. We're going to wrap up. All right, thanks for listening. Okay, so next week we're going to be remote, but the week after that we're going to be in with an audience. Yeah, hopefully. With a really audience. That's supposed to be with an audience. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I right, thank everybody. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. 
No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.